Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, welcome to episode 252 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Today we are talking about detox and really the top detox mistakes that I see people making. We'll touch a little bit on why it's important to detox, um, but we're going to talk about the top three mistakes that I see detoxers make over and over and over again and kind of what to do about it. So welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey. I'm a root cause clinician specializing in helping women to stop masking symptoms and start healing from chronic issues and chronic autoimmune diseases. I work with so many people, almost everyone I work with has felt like they have tried it all and they still aren't at the level of health and wellness that they desire. So we work together using a non-traditional approach. We do naturopathy, functional nutrition, functional wellness, and energy medicine. And I specialize through all of that in helping you start your own root cause revolution to rebalance your body so it can heal for good. So if you're done with band-aids and ready for real healing solutions, you are in the right place. All right, let's dive in to detox. You know, I don't really like that word. And in fact, it, it kind of makes um, some people get all riled up, right? And they say, well, your body has detox organs. And absolutely it does. But let me ask you, are you having two bowel movements today? And I love doing this to people because number one, they, they don't like to talk about poop. And unfortunately we have to. Uh, and number two, it opens their eyes as to what might be happening. So, you know, I'll liken their detox systems to a funnel, and at the bottom of the funnel, you have your bowels, right? And just like if you were using a funnel to pour salt into a salt shaker and the bottom of that funnel was clogged, your bowels, uh, does the salt move through the funnel? <laughs> no, it doesn't. So your body's detox organs work in tandem with each other and they don't compensate very well for each other. So if your bowels aren't moving one, preferably two times or more a day, then your body's not detoxing what it needs to detox. And that's one of the reasons you're having symptoms, right? Um, so usually <laughs> throwing a little bit of information at them, throwing a little bit of science at them has those people that are naysayers of being able to detox your body has them sit up and take notice. It's actually real, really important to detox. And even after you have healed, you still need to detox a little bit every year. I recommend people do three detoxes. I'm sorry, four seasonal detoxes a year. We have, we just finished our third one. So that's why it's on, on my mind. Um, but I recommend people have four seasonal detoxes a year. And that's just one week, Monday through Friday, that you spend resetting your body, giving your body the nutrients to make sure all of your detox pathways are open and moving and everything is moving smoothly. Because the reality is we live in an increasingly toxic world and you have the choice to bury your head in the sand and pretend it's not happening and to have symptoms and have those symptoms turn into chronic illnesses and autoimmune diseases and some of the big scary things or you have the choice to pay attention and take as best care of your human suit for the longevity of your body as you possibly can to keep yourself as healthy as possible. We are exposed on a daily basis to toxins and our bodies are built to process a certain toxic load every day, right? Um, it does this by, again, using those detox organs. So our cells detox into our lymphatic system, detoxes into our detox organs, like our kidneys and our liver, which detoxes into our bowels, which is passed out of our body. 
when we run into problems or where we run into problems is when we are overexposed to toxins and our bodies just can't keep up, right? Uh, for example, our livers are responsible for organizing the toxins that enter our system and then distributing them through one of the channels out of our body. So if you have skin issues, skin breakouts, dull skin, it's likely that you need a detox, right? Because the skin is the exit channel of last resort for the body. It's the least efficient detox organ. When things start coming out through your skin, it's because your body is starting to get desperate. You're not detoxing through the organs that you're supposed to detox, right? When the liver gets overloaded, its primary job is to keep you safe from the overflow of toxins, right? So as you know, you know, toxins can cause all kinds of damage in your body. But the way the liver works, it's really kind of cool. It keeps you safe. It wraps those toxins in a ball of mucus and it stores that toxin in a fat cell, which as a side note is one of those reasons why people have trouble getting rid of fat in certain places because fat cells can't be utilized for fuel while they're holding a toxin inside. So I see tons and tons and tons of clients and patients with sluggish litter, livers, not litter, <laughs> sluggish livers, borderline kidney troubles, not having bowel movements. Um, and then a lot of times they've either come to me after they've tried, or sometimes I just see them on the market. Or now that the podcast has grown so much, I get requests from companies to talk to you about this detox or that detox. Um, and a lot of those are overly restrictive, unsafe, or they leave out key components of key important issues of detoxing that actually cause toxins to dive deeper into the body. So instead of you get a little bit of detox, but you really drive most of it deeper into the tissue and that works to slow down metabolism uh, instead of doing what it's supposed to do, which is help the body to flush out things faster and more efficiently. Now that brings us to the mistakes, right? So Number one, uh, I see people, well, number first I'll say that the, th the thing about these mistakes that people make when they're embarking on a detox is that most of these are not your fault, right? <laughs> a lot of times you are taking advice from a quote unquote expert. Um, when, and it's not that they're not necessarily an expert in detoxing. It's that they don't have the full picture, right? They have outside of the onion knowledge. So their model doesn't really work. It drives toxins deeper or the, the detox is so unsustainable you can't complete it or God forbid it's both. Right. Um, so I encourage you to, if you're going to use one of these kind of off the shelf detoxes, then make sure you do the work ahead of time so that your energy and drainage pathways are open and functioning so that when you start to detox out of your tissues, those toxins can actually leave your body instead of being recirculated. So that brings us to mistake number one, and that's doing a detox that is too complex, right? So I understand where this notion comes from. I'm also one of the people who wants to be, you know, that doesn't like to start at the beginning, right? I want to be good at everything and I want to be good at everything right now. <laughs> um, and honestly, if we take a, a little peek behind the Audrey curtain, it's probably the reason why I seek out so many certifications. I like to know all the things. I like to be good at all the things. I like to understand all the things. Um, and I, think, at least I hope that's pretty natural for a lot of people. I know it's natural for me, but when we're talking about that in terms of detoxing, it gets a little tricky. Um, I found that working with clients on things like eating with intention and, you know, with my own journey, even through a hundred pounds of weight loss many, many years ago, um, most of us have a really complex relationship with food, right? Um, 
the challenge with food is that we can't avoid it, right? It's required to live. Other things we have complex relationships with, we can get rid of. We can get rid of the dog that doesn't really work for our family, although that hurts my heart. We can get rid of the horse that isn't safe. We can get rid of the friend that isn't good for us or the partner or spouse or whatever that isn't um, isn't right for us, right? But with food, you got to have it. Uh, you need it to stay nourished and healthy, right? And that's where a lot of the the problem lies for many of us. You can't give up the thing that is causing your trouble. Um, And it's one of the reasons why some people in the science and medical community relate this to a food addiction. And I think food addictions are a load of BS, but we'll talk about that on another day. (laughs) Um, But a detox tends to be, if, if it's done right, if it's not too complex, then it becomes a really good opportunity to look at your eating and your other habits from an analytical perspective. A lot of us have attachments or judgments to certain foods, whether it's sugary foods or potato chips or salty foods was always my thing, or cocktails, or even a jolt of caffeine. So a lot of detox programs rely, require you to give up a lot of foods and a lot of things all at once. And some may even ask you to give up food altogether and live on just juice for days or even weeks. Now, the reality is a couple things here. Number one, most of us can't take a break from life long enough to do that severe of a detox, right? For a week or 10 days or whatever. Unless you're going to a retreat where someone's taking care of all of your needs for you, I don't recommend this. Even if you are going to a retreat, you still have to open your drainage and energy pathways before you do this. So for four weeks before you go on that retreat, I need you to take the energy and drainage class and do those things, right? So you can really make it better, okay? Um, Now, so when you're searching for a detox program, I encourage you to... Make sure that you are choosing one that gives you more information that you ever think you'll need, um, that addresses energy and drainage, and that makes sure you are not left feeling frustrated and stuck, okay? Uh, The second mistake I see is going it alone. Um, I talk to people, particularly women, every single day, and they struggle with willpower, right? If you've ever tried to use willpower to get yourself to do something, like, how did it go, right? Were you able to to get what you thought you needed? Not likely. Most of the time, we end up in worse shape than when we started off, right? And I talk to women all the time who need to, who have a food sensitivity test done, and then they have to give up gluten or dairy or both. By the way, I recommend everyone give up both. And they struggle with it because everyone in the house is still eating pizza, not not gluten-free vegan cheese pizza every once in a while, but it's still in the house. And so that becomes a struggle. Or, and I say even worse because I just I feel like it's worse. I've had kids who have been diagnosed with something like psoriasis, and then we do a food sensitivity test or anxiety, and then we do a food sensitivity test or ADHD, and then we do a food sensitivity test, and we come back with all the things that little Timmy or little Tammy shouldn't eat, right? And guess what? The parents can't figure out why it's such a struggle when, well, we make Timmy or we make Timmy his own plate of food and he he can eat that while the rest of the family has cheeseburgers from McDonald's. It doesn't work that way, right? You can't use willpower. You can't go it alone. Um, Food is about pleasure and, and all these things that we've added to our lifestyles that can be toxic. They're about pleasure. And so 
you can even consider them being about inclusion and friendship and re- relaxation. So when we embark on these detoxes, often it can feel like a jail sentence if you don't have a community around you. It feels isolating when you're on your healing journey. And it really, really stinks to be, and I'm using stinks because I try not to use <laughs> profanity on this podcast, but it really stinks to be eating food that's totally different from what your friends and family are eating. Now, solution to this is that when one person in the household changes, everybody needs to change. And sometimes that's easier said than done. In my journey, it was not the way I was able to do it. I had to set the example and then everyone followed suit afterwards. Um, So I did it the hard way and I don't want you to have to do it that way. The other way you can do it when you're detoxing and on your healing journey is to have a group of people around you, a community around you, so that no matter where you live, no matter what your, you know, family life is like, you can enjoy the, the success of having someone by your side that's going through it with you. It's so much easier whether to detox, if you are going through it with a group of people. Now this can be your spouse and your bestie. This can be your whole family, or it can be an online community, which is what I've created in the root cause revolution membership. We have an online community where we all go through the detoxes four times a year together, myself included, right? Now the third mistake I see people making on a detox is punishing themselves, okay? So I have had a lot of people tell me that they're nervous about what happens in a detox. You've heard all of the horror stories, right? You're worried about being hungry. You're worried about fatigue. You're worried about rashes. You're worried about spending too much time in the bathroom. You're worried about not being hungry all the time. Did I say that already? But let's be really, really clear. A detox doesn't have to feel like that, right? You should be eating all the food that you want on your detox, Because if you're not, then it's not going to be effective. Your body's going to hold on to those things that it doesn't want to let go of if you're in starvation mode. Um, It's absolutely not necessary to go through something hardcore, a hardcore cleanse or hardcore detox that forces you to restrict everything and be alone and be miserable and be feel sick the whole time, right? Many detoxes, in case you haven't figured out my clinical opinion yet, are far more dangerous and damaging for most people than they are effective. So I always cringe when somebody's like, oh my gosh, I'm trying this new three-day juice fast. And I'm like, why are you at the gym today? (laughs) You should be sitting at home. (laughs) But Or or you shouldn't be doing this at all unless you've done these steps first. Um, But gentle nourishing, whole food detoxes can be really, really effective. They can be a good start, a good leap into your healing journey and whether you're on a healing journey or you're done with your healing journey and you're just to that bliss point where you're just maintaining, then you can do these detoxes to make sure you never end up back where you were when you started. Does that make sense? So it's maintenance for your health, just like you do maintenance for your car, right? But seriously, y'all, what's the point of doing a lemon juice cleanse if you're so miserable halfway through that you just give up and you go have chips and salsa, right? Um, It's actually one of the worst things that you can do because with the lemon juice cleanse, you've pushed your body into the belief that you're starving. And guess what happens when your body thinks you're starving? It stores the fat. What did we always already talk about was in the fat, little tiny molecules wrapped in mucus of toxins, right? So save yourself the trouble and all of these things and avoid these three steps, these three mistakes. Now, one thing, this was actually supposed to be a mistake about punishing yourself. And this is um, something that I'm bad about. It's going off on on a tangent, but um, I just get passionate about certain things and I want to go. But what I meant to mention about punishment is that I encourage you 
to do a detox that you want to do. I encourage you to do one that not because you think you should or your friend did or whatever. Um, and if you do a detox and you dive into one and it's too hard, then I encourage you not to punish yourself. A detox shouldn't be a punishment and you shouldn't punish yourself if you can't complete it, right? Um, I want you to think of a detox like running a marathon, right? Most people wouldn't take on a difficult physical challenge like running a marathon without a lot of training and a lot of learning. And your detox experience should be the same. You should have an on-ramp to your detox experience, then your actual detox experience, and then an off-ramp, right? And that way you don't feel like you're deprived and suffering. And then punishment isn't even on your mind because it's easy to complete. Okay. So before I close this episode, I want to take a quick intermission and let you know that if you feel like taking a jumping into detoxing and doing energy and drainage and all of those things is right for you. I have a couple options for you. I've listed them in the show notes. You can either give it a test drive and do the energy and drainage class. It's the price of a copay or less, depending on what your copay is. I think it's set for 25 bucks. Um, and you can take that class, get all the information and do your energy and drainage and then be ready to do whatever detox that you want. I still encourage you to be careful, uh, or you can jump in to the Root Cause Revolution membership where we have monthly masterclasses, where we have live Q&As twice a month, where we have a monthly energy healing session, uh, and we have four seasonal detox, uh, group detoxes a year, okay? So I want to encourage you to jump into that. Um, have a look. It's less than uh, visiting Starbucks a month. So I try to keep that price really, really low and really accessible for all of you. As always, friends, thank you so much for listening to me go on and on and get on my soapbox about detoxes. Uh, I will see you in the next episode. Remember, I am always, always rooting for you. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.